Welcome to the Lucius Lyron Podcast, where we dive deep into the mysteries of the universe and our place in it. I am your host, Lucius Lyron. Today, I will be speaking on my personal life on why I am not a Christian, part two. So, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Now, I left off in the last episode talking about how important the resurrection story is to the Christian faith and how, for me, I just, I can't be a part of something that just doesn't have any facts. I'm a very, I'm a very factual person. Like I love facts. (laughs) I really do. Because for me, it helps me be able to build more grounded principles and philosophy when I have scientific evidence of things, which is why my whole path is spiritual science is what it is. Because I really am a scientist at heart, but I'm also very spiritual and in tune with just the unseen realm, okay? And having the experiences that I've had over the years has really molded and melted a lot of things that I was feeling conflicted with due to my very religious upbringing. Okay. Cause that's the other thing too, that I probably will talk about in another episode is spiritual abuse. It's time for religion to take some responsibility and karma on abuse too, as well, because yeah, people in Hollywood are being abusive to other people, but there is a lot of abuse that also happen in church as well. So we'll talk about that too, because I have lots of things to say about spiritual abuse because I went through it myself. I, I feel like people who don't have a a different kind of outlook because they didn't deal with spiritual abuse with religion or they didn't deal with like certain things being in like a very restricted religious home and stuff. And they tend to not really understand the dark side of a lot of religious stuff and the black magic that is behind religion is very coded. And if (laughs) many magicians and Occultists can really see that. For the, for those that really know and that really practice, y'all know what I'm talking about. But once again, that's a whole nother episode. I could, oh man, I could spend hours on this. <laughs> I really can. With no problem either too, because I I just know what I'm talking about. And I'm very knowledgeable in my own personal experience. 
And that's the thing. We can never think that we may know something if we never experienced it. So there's no way I can say that I know anything that I have never personally have experienced. So my experience is what gives me confidence to talk about this stuff because it's my experience and I'm confident in what I know due to my experience. And you should feel the same way with your life and your life experiences. You should be confident in that and should be confident enough to be able to share that because I feel like it's important that sharing our experiences can really be helpful to a lot of people. And I don't know, man, I just see some people, I don't know, they just, they don't share as much as they should. At least I feel, because I, you gotta understand, I've met a lot of different people. I met super rich, multi-millionaire, damn near billionaire type people. And I've met people that are strung out on drugs in the streets. I have a very wide dynamic of human interaction over my life. And it's, it's quite interesting hearing people's experiences. And I've learned a lot for just taking the time to listen to people's personal experience because it'll blow your mind. You'd be like, wow, I'm really sorry you experienced that because that sounds horrible. But I'm glad that you are here today to share that because that's very helpful and encouraging for people who also may go through similar things and may be struggling with that. For me, I wasn't fortunate to really come across a lot of people that I was able to, I don't know, confide in with the experiences that I was dealing with and going through at the time and stuff. But I guess that was all part of my personal journey because it's led me to this very moment. And that's how I tend to look at things in life and people that I share with. I hope you view your life the same way is that whatever, both good and traumatic, everything has led you to this point for a particular reason. And it's up to the individual to find that out because nobody can't really tell you that but you. And that's a lesson that I've learned too is that my personal self-discovery is what led me to know the things that I know today and be confident in what the universe is showing me. So let's jump back into another reason why I am not a Christian. Okay, so... When I decided to find original texts that were written in Aramaic and in Greek, I started to realize something. When I was looking in Greek, there's this passage that's in the four Gospels. And Jesus has this whole line of, I will be with you till the end of time. But did you know originally it never said the end of time at all? Did you know that? Originally, 
And the only way you can do that is when you go into the Greek and find out the word that they transliterate to be end of time, you come to find out that it said that I will be with you till the end of an age. To the end of the age. What age was he talking about? Because whatever age that he was in, it must have been the beginning of Pisces. What makes you think that it was in the age of Pisces? There is another part in the scripture that one of the disciples asked a sign of when the age would be near, meaning that these people were looking to know when the new age was going to happen. And he says, when you see a man pouring a pitcher of water, that will be the sign of the new age. Okay. They transliterated it to the end of time. Never talked about the end of time. No such thing as the end of time. Okay. Time does not end. <laughs> I know a lot of people are like, oh, time's irrelevant, depending on what time you're looking at. Because universal clock is the clock that I would pay attention to and paying attention to that time. Because there is time that is relevant. It's not a, a irrelevant source or it's not something that is just not. No, there is time. But if you're on the wrong time, then yeah it's going to feel like it's delusional because it is because you're on the wrong time. But when you're on the right time, then you're like, Oh shit. Prophecy is different now. <laughs> oh man. Manifestation is totally different because I am on a different kind of time. But once again, we'll say that for another episode. <laughs> I don't want to get off track people <laughs> because I can. So, that's when I realized that, oh, so this is happening in the age of Pisces, and this is relevant to the modern time frame that we're in right now. Okay. So this is why throughout the years and centuries, people have been trying to predict this whole end of the world, but it's really not about the end of the world. It's about the end of an age. Okay. And us going into a new age. Now it's very interesting that the same thing was also said in the Emerald tablets written by Tehuti, which the Greek name would be Thoth but I'm going to call him by his original name, which is Tahuti. And Tahuti basically said the same thing. Interesting. I know some of you were like, what's the Emerald tablets? Why don't you go look it up? You can chat GPT. You can Google AI Bard or whatever. You can do all the stuff. Look up the Emerald Tablets. But that's not the reason why I decided 
that I didn't want to be a Christian or be associated with it. I learned that a little bit later on about what I just mentioned in regards to immortalities. But what got me was when I was in the Old Testament and I was researching these different names. And the further back I went, it started to take me to something that was known as the Sumerian tablets. The Sumerian tablets was something I have never in my life heard of. Anyone talking about nothing. I'm like, what is this? Okay. Now keep in mind, here it is. I'm over here trying to decipher language. I did not go to school for this. And the simple fact that people who are world-renowned translators said the exact same thing that I'm telling you right now, that blew my mind. And that's when I knew I was being guided by something more powerful than me. Okay? So, I was like, wow, okay. So Sumerian tablets, and I started to read, and I kid you not, it was damn near word for word, especially like in the book of Genesis, damn near word for word with the whole like creation of humanity. And because for, for me, the God of the Old Testament seemed very bipolar to me. And I didn't understand what is up with this guy? He loves people, he doesn't, blah, blah. And then you come to realize that, oh, this particular God is created by two particular beings that was known as the Anunnaki. And you had these two brothers that went at it, Inki and Enlil. And this is the God and devil and all this other stuff that religion has created out of these ancient stories. And so when I started reading this and realized, I'm like, this makes more sense to me than this book does. Okay. <laughs> this makes more sense because now I am getting all the in-between information that I was looking for that you can clearly tell that the people whoever created the Bible took out on purpose. And even when you go into the book of like even Enoch, that's also from the Sumerian tablets as well. A lot of this stuff comes from Sumerian tablets. But this is what really got me is when I was going back on King David's story. And when it took me back to where King David's story came from, that's why I was like, oh my gosh. For me as a writer and for a person who loves books, I hate plagiarism. I really do. I do not like that shit whatsoever. And if something's going to turn me off even more than is plagiarism, faking shit, that is, no, nah, I'm not cool with that. If you can't be original, like, ab absolutely not. You have to be original. That's, I was just recently watching the Shay, I don't know, I think it's a podcast that he has, and he had Cat Williams on there. And he was talking about the plagiarism 
that a lot of these comedians taking other people's stuff. And it's like, I always knew Hollywood was like that because I was in the industry. And it's the same way that I feel that religion has done with ancient stories is they're taking it and they're making their story seem like it's the real story. And then the original story, they wouldn't be like, oh, it's mythos. What? No, it's not. Your story's mythos. This is the origin story that has been written on tablets and preserved. Your story has been written on paper that can easily get burnt. If we were burn all the Bibles in the world, what do you have? You don't got nothing written down on no tablets. Oh, but what you copied from is still intact and still around. Come on. <laughs> this is the thought provoking that I like doing is this type of stuff. It's like I want things to make sense. It has to make sense. Because I am an individual that do not like wasting time or energy into something that does not make any sense. And just be told, oh, just have faith and believe. Why do I need to do all that? If it's the truth, then shouldn't I just know? Why do I need to have faith and believe in the truth? Let's think about that. <laughs> That's like going to court. And trying to press charges on someone who assaulted you. you. You don't understand what I'm saying? Like, like you better be telling the truth or else you're going to go to jail for falsely accusing somebody. That's, it's, it works for all things, people. We need to stop putting religion on a pedestal because it's not on one. There's nothing sacred. There's nothing holy about religion. I'm sorry. This is not. <laughs> there's nothing sacred. And there's nothing holy about religion. Stop putting it on the pedestal. Because you keep putting it on the pedestal is why people will remain blind to all this stuff. Because you want to hold it up on a pedestal. You want to be a people pleaser and think, oh, we're all different, blah, blah. Look, let me tell you something. That has nothing to do with us being all different. Whenever religion is based on colonization. Okay? So you want to hold on to colonize religion is, is basically what you're saying because our ancestors were, were never doing this stuff and it was never even on the religion and the different wild stuff that we're on today. They never was, but because of colonization, this is the reason why. So you, you must worship colonized religion then. And you think that's okay. Because let me tell you something, if you truly are for indigenous people, then you can't be for colonized religion because religion has, it's not even nothing indigenous about religion, especially modern day religion. There's nothing indigenous about it. It's all colonized. You can't sit up here and tell me that you haven't read through history that when Constantine and Rome and all these freaking fuckboys went around thousands of years infiltrating countries and projecting religious beliefs on people. And you want to tell me that's indigenous? And you want to be like, oh, I'm for indigenous people. Oh, oh okay. To me, you're not. Because <laughs> if you still think that religion is okay, 
I don't know how you can really fully be for the indigenous perspective of life. Cause that's the other thing too, which once again, will be in another episode because it deserves its own episode. I'm going to talk about the two perspectives in life and that is indigenous and colonized. Those are the two perspectives. And most people are on the colonized uh, and are, I should really say perception, really that perception. That's, that's the most dominating perception in the world is colonized, including religion. And until y'all realize that shit, religion always going to have a stronghold on you because you want to hold on to the colonized perception of life of the world that was beaten into your ancestors, all of you, it don't matter black, white, it doesn't matter what skin tone you are. If you are a human living wherever, no matter what country, all of our ancestors have been traumatized by religious abuse. That's what it is. You can't sit up here and tell me that there's anything indigenous about that. Just can't. <laughs> because guess what? I didn't write the history books glorifying barbaric men. I didn't write that. You understand what I'm saying? That's why any history major will tell you that history is not determined by indigenous people. History has been determined by who took over and colonized that area. Hello. It's 2024. I'm going to see who's really about it, about it. That's for sure. And the universe is definitely going to see who's really about it, about it. Because <laughs> most of y'all ain't about nothing. Most people ain't about nothing, man. Let's see some TikTok videos, watch some shit on YouTube, and they want to get on social media and just start talking like they know something just because it's trendy or whatever. Bunch of fake ass people, man. That's why your fake ass going to be called out in 2024. Don't even realize it, but you are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you are. So after I realized that the Sumerian tablets was also a carbon copy and a lot of biblical stories. Then, like I said, I got to King David. And when I realized that King David was pretty much word for word of a Pharaoh from the 18th dynasty known as Thutmosis the fourth. And he had a son whose story is also of King Solomon, but the Egyptian historical figure that is based off of is Amenhotep III. That's interesting. So then I realized, I'm like, wait a minute. So all the kings of Israel are based on Egyptian pharaohs? Interesting. 
And that would make a lot of sense why in the book of Psalms, David would write, thy rod and thy staff, it comforts me. There's only been one king that has had a rod and staff, and that's the Egyptian pharaohs. When you look throughout history, that's which this is why you cannot find no historical evidence of King David. This is why you can't find no historical evidence of anyone in the Bible, because you're not looking at the right name and the right historical figures. Why is it out of all of the different Egyptian history, the 18th dynasty seems to be the one history that priests and other people have want to have hidden and buried? Could it be due to the fact that their life story is what we have in the Bible? And that's why you want to keep it suppressed and hidden. Don't want to talk about it because maybe this has to do with people who are non-human. Oh, wait, hold up a second. Everything's got to be human. If we're talking about divinity, it has to be human. Oh, because you think divinity is human, huh? Makes sense. That's why your God has to be human and have human What's the word? Tendencies. Because you think human and divinity got something to do with each other, but then anything that's non-human ain't divine. And wrong again. <laughs> wrong again. <laughs> People, the source lives in everything. Okay. Period. So. There's no debate about that. You cannot debate energy at all. <laughs> all the cover-ups, man. Of non-humans, that is. And yes, they are divine as well. Probably even more divine than your ass. Oh, man, why would you say even more? Because look at the state of the world. It's in darkness. It's in darkness and it's in false light. So you can't tell me about anything about divinity when the world is, at, is in the state that is in. Because most people just complain and don't do nothing but just bitch and complain. Okay, cool. What are you going to do to create something new? All these people, so-called conscious people walking around here, acting like they gods and goddesses. Okay. What message do you have for us then? What message they have? Nothing. The whole thing they want to hear is they want people to recognize them. You remember me from my past life? Nope. I sure don't. <laughs> Cause what message do you have? If you ain't got no message, then I don't got no time to entertain your ego. <laughs> Anything of a divine nature is going to have a message. And most people don't got no message. So what does that mean? Does that mean that they're not plugged into nothing? But thinking that they are? 
plug it into a false light. They don't realize it because it's got a little bit of light in it. <laughs> I'm pausing because I want you guys to really think about what I'm talking about and what I'm really saying. You have to think about this stuff. Because this ain't the lifetime to be playing around in. You have plenty of other times to play around in other lifetimes. But this one right here, this is the one you don't want to mess around with. I'm telling you. You don't want to. Or maybe you do. Then that's your fault. That's, that, that's your bad then, if that's the case. The other thing that I came across is the book of Psalms and the book of Proverbs are things that come out of the book of the dead. Once again, Egyptian. Back in 2001, one of the Pope, one of the Pope people, I can't remember his name, John Benedict. I don't really care. I don't follow all that shit. But he said that all of the world's religion should praise Egypt because this is where we get our religions from. Hmm. Now, wh why would he say that before he died? And it's so funny because I came across that article and I cannot find that article on the internet no more. <laughs> and I think this came from some, oh man, it was some kind of article that was from like Canada, I believe. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's been so long ago when I came across that. I was like, oh man, that was like, oh my gosh. I want to say like maybe 09, 2010. It was a long time ago, guys. It was just like one of those things where, you know, a lot of stuff that I tried to find, I can't find it no more. So that's why now I just, I, I take a picture. You got to do what you got to do to preserve information because some information, it gets taken down. Unless you have your own platform, it'll get taken down. I'm just try to be mindful of that. But yeah, so yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of magical stuff in the Bible. That's why you hear about them getting crystals and building altars and all this kind of stuff. But then in the same breath, Christians be like, that's you're practicing witchcraft if you do that. Oh, okay, then why is it all in the Bible then? But see, here, here's the other thing, though. See, most people don't know this about when it comes to the Christian faith, is that the only thing from, like, the Old Testament Christians give a shit about is, like, the Ten Commandments. And the reason why is because it's been told, not through the Bible, but through just Christian sermons, that, and even when you're like even being brought up in ministry, you also told this garbage too as well, is that, oh, we do away with all that because of Jesus, because of Christ. Christ has like the smallest section <laughs> out the whole Bible. I, like I said, I don't understand of someone of such great importance have such small like section in the book that is really based on this whole being. It just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Another thing that, that Christians do too, 
that they want to talk about other people, but it's maybe you ought to pay attention to this one. So every first Sunday of the month, you feel that it's okay to do a ritual, which is a blood sacrifice ritual of you pretending that you are drinking the blood and eating the flesh of a demigod. Explain that one. Please explain how that's not satanic, but people, other people doing that outside of church, you want to say that's satanic, though. <laughs> oh, we're just pretending. Oh, okay. It's a ritual. We, whether you want to pretend or do it in real life, it's still a ritual. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There is no pass. It's just hilarious, man. Once again, contradiction. I don't want to be a part of contradiction. Okay? So, this is why I just don't participate in none of this stuff. Because it's too contradicting for me. And you can't sit up here and want to cast judgment on other people when there's a lot of black magic happening within your own religion and you are clearly unaware of it because you don't know anything about the occult whatsoever and you don't know anything about magic and magical spells at all. You just don't. You don't know. And that's why I'm trying to share with you. <laughs> okay. I'm a person that practice magic. Okay. I do a lot of stuff, know a lot of different practices. I study a lot of occult knowledge. So I, I, I think I would, I think I would know. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I just, I just don't understand how people just don't see it. And once I started to, dive deep into my magical practices, then I realize, oh, that's because they have a good spell on them. Spell work. Have you bound and bind to a cross, to a crucifix? And you think it represents life, but the only symbol that represents life is the onk. Okay, Egypt. The cross don't represent life. It represents a man dead. Once again, death worshiping society. You don't worship life, you worship death. So I don't understand how Jesus can be the life giver when he's dead on a cross. That's not life. But it makes sense, though, because Christian Christianity is all about doing good so you can get to heaven, having all these rules and regulations so you can get some merits, a star, and, and some cookies so you can get through the pearly gates. Interesting. 
very interesting. I tend to enjoy life. And I think that life is a beautiful thing. And one thing I do know is that if people really truly operate in unconditional love and acceptance and forgiveness of people, we wouldn't have many crimes. We wouldn't have many nasty people doing nasty things to each other. This would be such a paradise that the idea of third dimension energy wouldn't even cross your mind because you wouldn't even think about anything like that at all because you would automatically think you was in some heavenly paradise. But you only think that because you don't like how the world is. And so the best thing to do is once again, blaming something outside of humanity and it's the third dimension's fault that the earth is like this. <laughs> now it's not the devil. Now it's not God. Now it's the third dimension's fault. No, it's your fault. And until humans start taking responsibility for their own actions and stop blaming everything outside of themselves, you are the reason why this energy is here. And until you wake the fuck up and realize that shit, then it's still going to be trash until people start getting their own shit together and stop blaming each other, blaming this skin tone, okay? Because the only race is human, period. There's only one race and it's human. But then you got some humans, y'all still trying to figure out non-humans. Y'all don't even got y'all shit together. So why would any other non-human want to talk to you for when you're still battling another person's skin tone or how they do something differently in their culture? Like, if you don't miss me with that shit. <laughs> People are like, oh, you think this is funny? You know what it is? It's hilariously sad is what it is. That in 2024, still seeing the same goofy ass shit, which shows me that y'all ain't evolving into nothing. That's what that tells me. <laughs> so if it tells me that, you think, what do you think the non-human thinks? Good Lord. <laughs> Man, some of y'all are just overly self-righteous, especially some of y'all in the conscious community. Y'all the ones, y'all what the new Christians are. Y'all the new Christians. Overly self-righteous. Oh, I talked to the Pleiadians and all these light beings and blah, blah, bitch. No, you haven't. No, you have not. I don't want to hear none of that foo shit. All that gumdrops, rainbow, unicorn shit. I don't want to hear none of it. <laughs> you live in a delusional life. And you think all that is what's going to help make the planet better? You think, oh, you just meditating for 10 hours a day. That's going to make the planet better. No, it's not. You got to put some work in. But 
Y'all ain't going to do that, though. Because you want to be safely tucked in your home, meditating for eight hours, thinking you're doing some shit. You're not doing nothing for the planet. You're just doing something for yourself. That's why you're self-righteous. <laughs> oh, man, some of y'all ain't going to this episode. I can tell. <laughs> but guess what? It's 2024. It's dragon season. So you better be prepared for the heat. Cause I'm going to come with heat in 2024. Okay. Why? Because it's dragon season. <laughs> oh gosh. But it is all love though. <laughs> it really is. I just get really passionate about this because I want to see humanity be a lot more freer than what they are. Truthfully. I really do. All humans can do better, man. Y'all just make the most dumbass fucking like excuses of the reasons why. Just stupid. Doesn't make any sense. But yet you want to be so goddamn divine. Okay, then do some divinity shit then. Do something divine then. Stop bickering and complaining and talking shit. <laughs> Not doing nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? God. Shit blows my mind, man. It really does. It's, I don't know. But I hope that this helps you understand me more and why I think and feel the way that I do when it comes to being a Christian and why I don't want to have my energy involved in that energy. Because it's energy that's just full of too much contradiction and lies, man. I don't understand why the book can't just be truthful. Because if it was, it, then I wouldn't be even having this conversation with you right now. And you'll see more as the years to come. Because like I said, y'all think Hollywood getting exposed. Just wait till the church gets more exposed. There's already, T.D. Jakes is already in heat. <laughs> and he ain't the only one. Okay, you're going to see all your idols fall, man. Because they're just humans. They're just human. So y'all get that wake up call soon. That's going to happen in the conscious community as well. All the David Wilcox and Billy Carson's all y'all. Yeah. You'll see. Y'all going to see. And then you're going to remember this episode and be like, you know what? I, I, I think Lucius, he, he might know a little something. Mm, I don't know. Only time will tell. Thank you for joining me on the Lucius Lyron podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with friends and family. And don't forget to subscribe for more content like this. For more resources, you may also check out our website at hotrs13.org. Once again, that is h-o-t-r-s-13.org. Until next time, keep making those small changes and watch how they add to a transformed life. Stay inspired and keep growing. Join me again next time for more discussions on life, astrology, love, science, 
and spirituality with its connection to our daily lives. And always remember to live empowered.